Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The only thing, the only thing I'd say to them is thank you. Uh, because our fans in the whole second half of the season... Uh, have made this place a hard place to play. Um, and I know our team has, has been a big part of that as well, but uh, our fans have been awesome. So my message is thank you. Uh, get properly lubricated pregame and uh, come out loud and strong at 7 o'clock tonight. Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert earlier today talking about tonight's game as Rochester will take on Hershey for Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals. That series is tied at one game apiece. And on the Western Hotline, Brian Duff of Sabres TV and Sabres Live here to join us to talk more on that. Brian, thank you for coming on today. You bet. Good afternoon. How's it going? Uh, it's, it's gorgeous today. We've got soccer on on the TV. I'm feeling very good today, Brian. It's also a long weekend. It's great. Yeah, it's really setting up well. Obviously, you heard the clip from Seth there. Um, he's encouraging everybody to rock the block in Rochester from 4 to 7 before the game tonight. And I have no doubt that it will be as busy outside as it is inside the rink tonight. The appetite for the team is high. And um, one thing we've seen in a limited number of home games so far in this playoff run is the Emmerichs have been uh, really, really good in front of the home fans. So they'll, they'll look to do that tonight and and I think, you know, obviously for Sabre fans, there's even – it just feels like they've added more and more interest for the Sabres' future as this has gone on. And, and most notably now, it's a second chance to see Matt Savoy in an Amherst lineup tonight. Yeah, we heard he's going to be on a new line. Is there any word on, like, what line that might be yet? I, I, I haven't well, seen much, but – Yeah, I mean, the coach is, is – playing a little coy with that i can tell you that you know from doing color you know for the last uh, couple of rounds here with the amherst um i was obviously keeping a close eye on savoy in, in his first game the other night and you know he spent the bulk of the night with olashevsky and warren which was as expected but at times throughout the course of the game did see him playing on the wing with kulik and rusek so that would be something to keep in mind they are you know pretty healthy up front now uh they had been using 11 and 7 but they're at 12 and 6 right now as Weisbach had come back in just recently so they have terrific balance and I I think with Savoy you know there were some pretty good opportunities for him uh in what I would say was a relatively low chance game based on shot total I think the Emmerichs did have the the greater disparity when it came to high danger chances most of them happening earlier in the game, many of them happening because of Yuri Kulik, who just, you know, unfortunately wasn't able 
to hit the score sheet. That's the first time he's missed in the in the entirety of his playoff run so far. But I'd be pretty excited to see Savoy get a longer look with Kulik and Rosak, uh, Rusak, pardon me, if that indeed plays out that way. You brought up uh, Kulik right there, and and. At this point, I, f- I feel like he's kind of become the face to Sabres fans of the Rochester Americans this year. One of the young prospects, I mean, really up and coming, being drafted 28th overall last year, and really from that moment on, you know, really hitting the ground running. What more do you think Kulik has to do with Rochester this year, and I guess even going into camp next year, to really be a lock for the Sabres roster going into 2023-24? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, obviously with Opozo re-signing this week um, and and still presumably um, moves to be made with the Sabres based on, you know, how do they add to their blue line? Um, what might they move out of the forward ranks to create more space uh, for guys like Kulik and maybe even Savoy? Who knows? Um, I would agree. I think, I think fans have definitely gravitated uh, towards Yuri's play consistently since probably the start of February. Some would say right after, um, you know, the calendar turned, but from a goal scoring standpoint, it really flipped in February for him. It was funny. Seth Appert um, talked about him this morning in the context of being physical, but the fact that he's never going to be a, dominant physical player but when Yuri kind of just drives through players on the rush and around the net it can add that much more and most of this postseason we've seen Lucas Rusek leading the team in time on ice Um, but this last game you know Kulik was just under 20 minutes and that was the most of all forwards so I think it tells you what the coach was seeing last game and, you know, like I said earlier, it's just unfortunate that he didn't cash in because he, he probably had his most high-danger looks in the last game. He's, it, it, his goal-scoring streak was kind of amusing because he would go through games where he was not particularly noticeable for the entirety of the game but had that, you know, uncanny ability to at least hit the score sheet. I would say last game was more dominant, probably could have had three if not four goals, and so that's clearly an area, you know, the type of game that they want to see from Kulik moving forward. But I feel obligated to mention, because the coach has done this all year, if I'm going to mention Kulik and his potential for next year, and I realize there's a size difference here, but Isak Rosan has arguably been a more consistent 200-foot player with a still, you know, um, scoring dynamic to his game. And, you know, he should not be overlooked in the process of which players are future Sabres quicker here. Yeah, so that was one of the things that we were talking about beforehand here is Isaac Rosan, he was kind of like, not I, I wouldn't say overlooked in his draft, but it was he was very unknown when the yeah. Sabres drafted him. And so now that we've seen him in the AHL this year, what do Sabres fans have to look forward to do you think he can make the team next year, or do you think he's going to maybe take another year to get there? Or what's it looking like for him here? I, I, it is really hard to say because it all depends on what exactly you're looking for, and you know specifically what role. So, Roseanne is without question dialed in at both ends of the ice defensively. I have I I feel repetitive in saying throughout the course of the broadcast, 
another good stick play here, another good stick play here. He, and that's at both ends of the ice, but it's, it's often, and maybe it's, you know, just how we're wired. We think of a player offensively, and yet when we see him really strong defensively, you, you almost take more notice of it. Roseanne obviously doesn't have the size yet, but I think he's faster. I think he's, he's better 200 foot wise. And there is a absolute desire for him to make a difference offensively when he can. One of my favorite moments of him in this playoff run so far was on a power play opportunity against Toronto. I think it was game two of the last round and faceoff started. It gets one to him um, on the right side. He tries a backdoor play. It was just like an inch off. And it was impressive in the moment because it was like, geez, most times you would think he probably would have gone for the one-timer. He was looking past first. It was, a, it was the right idea and just missed. And then within five seconds, Weisbach had set, you know, total cross-ice pass, one-timer to Roseanne, and he hits the back of the net and just showed, you know, how open he is to creating, even in power play situations. He's not just a one-timer guy. And, and so that kind of adds what I've, but obviously, you know, if Roseanne makes the jump unexpectedly quickly next year, he's not going to jump into a power play situation. So you have to, you have to measure how he, he can impact games in its entirety. And that's what I've really liked about him so far. But to, to further your point about lack of attention slash unknown commodity, perhaps in his draft year, like, it was Owen Powers draft, right? I mean, unlike this year where it was three picks in the first round and they're spread out and, and you could kind of latch storylines onto all three. I mean, that draft was so much about Owen and it was almost like, okay, they're taking maybe a bit of a chance here on Roseanne. And obviously the, the, the physical growth still needs to happen for him, but I love that he's not being, you know, manhandled, mismatched, whatever, at the AHL right now. So I've, I, he, he's been, for me, like the brightest part about the evolution of this season. We did get some news for the Sabres today. Very early, I woke up to it. Uh, they signed defenseman Ryan Johnson to his two-year entry-level deal. What do you make of that? He is going to report to Rochester. This kind of felt like a deal that was everyone knew was going to happen. It was just taking some time. What are your thoughts right away on, on Johnson? Well, it gives them great options um, next year, for sure. And, you know, when you consider where Ryan was drafted, so therefore the pedigree that comes with it, um, the hope was, and I would say consistent messaging from Kevin Adams all along, was that their um, desire and optimism of of signing this player uh, never wavered. Now, whether it did or didn't behind closed doors uh, now really doesn't matter. They got him. They've got him for two years. He'll come in and, you know, presumably be on the outside looking in here for however long the Rochester run lasts, but that's fine. Olivier Nadeau's in that position. Um, but if you look at next year, the potential for the Amherst, assuming Ryan ends up starting the year, um, they have a veteran who has been very good for them the last couple of years in Ethan Prowl. You, you could, in my opinion, conceivably see Johnson get a chance to play left side to Prowl being on the right. They recently signed Novikov. Um, you could see his size on the left side with an emerging Zach Metza, who has been gaining a little bit more in the way of minutes, night in, night out, in the group of six on the Amherst Blue Line. Now he, of course, just came out of Quinnipiac, and he's signed for a couple more years moving forward at the AHL level. 
You've got Chris Jandrick, who hasn't played other than one game for the Amherst, but again, college player. He's locked up for a couple of years. So you've got five for sure's, uh, at least contractually, down there right now. I think when you consider um, how Jeremy Davies and uh, Joe Sacconi have played together, they're both unrestricted free agents. These are guys that, that could certainly, um, I would think, consider coming back to Rochester. So what I like about that as far as how it pertains to Johnson is I think there could be a, a, a nice group of returning players which allows him to fit in and look up front, this Amherst team in 23-24 is going to have, once again, a lot of youth, a lot of skill, and obviously much of it more experience based on the run that we're seeing right now, not to mention the return of the captain, Michael Mersh, and, and, and you know potentially Mason Yops as well. He would need a new deal, but I think he's been such a catalyst. Uh, if, unless he gets blown away with an offer somewhere else, I would, I would expect Yops to come back. So I think there's a lot to like the situation of Johnson coming into where the Amherst are at right now. So looking forward to tonight, how do you think the Amherst are going to respond from game two? Give you a little bit of a preview here, just your thoughts on game three coming up here tonight in Rochester. Well, my curiosity this morning with the coach was, you know, what he saw from them when they fell behind um, quickly, not by a goal, but by two goals late in the second the other night. They were riding a seven-game win streak. They had trailed almost no time during that seven-game win streak, a grand total of about nine minutes in the Toronto series. And, you know, it was almost forgettable because in both situations, the Emirates quickly turned the switch. I went back and watched the third period from the other night. They did have probably a half dozen good chances, which is maybe more than I thought in the moment. Um, So, you know, the coach was only, I think his only concern was that they allowed the second one in the final minute of the second period. And he felt like it didn't necessarily change the Amherst game. It changed more of Percy and how they were able to try to defend in that third period. So I like what this team has typically done uh, throughout the year to put itself in a favorable position, but certainly here in the playoffs, whenever they face, you know, any measure, which have been few uh, amounts of adversity, they tend to bounce back. And um, like I said, off the top, I'm excited for Savoy. I think the defense core is underrated. Uh, I would expect them to have a even, even sharper game, more like they did in game one. And um, yeah, I, I, I just, I really think this, this group is, is, is well positioned to just have the type of bounce back game you would anticipate. It's going to be exciting. Puck drop at 7 tonight. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today, giving us a little preview for tonight. That game, again, is in Rochester and should be a packed house as well. Enjoy the game tonight, and thank you so much for coming on today. And don't forget, it's on MSG at 7. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on the rest of the series. That was on the Western Hotline, Brian Duff, the host of Sabres TV and Sabres Live. Sabres Live Monday through Friday from 12 to 1, along with Marty Baran. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during O'Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.